What it do, what it do, what it do, man. It's HB47 and I'm locked in with real street stars. shit. What's them? This your boy, Cali Yovo. Oh, oh. Uh-huh. You locked in with real life street stars. Hood star in the building. Dang. Everybody start clapping right now. HB in the building. Calio Var in the building. What's going on, y'all? What's going on with you? Man, before we get all the way into it, man, y'all a dynamic duo, man. Y'all been road running, man, running these plays, promoting this music and these movies, man. How did y'all uh meet each other? Yeah, we've been knowing each other since since kids. Like he, like I used to always. He looks much older than you, though. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't that old, (laughs) you know. But now, as kids, like you know, I'm saying that we we reconnected and just thought, you know, I'm saying getting it popping, man. From the plans together. Yeah, this nigga got me back outside, man. Yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to, I gotta take it. I gotta take it back because I really had to go back through there, and you know how you start. Get somebody to do their history and shit. And then the first thing I see is your body. Is your body body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see both y'all niggas on the song. And I remember that song, Mr. Rogers Ain't Safe in the Neighborhood. And I'm like, damn, Mr. Rogers ain't fuck with nobody. Yeah, that's my neighborhood. <laughs> Mr. Rod, y'all ain't gonna let Mr. Rogers make it? <laughs> yeah, he can't come in my neighborhood, man. <laughs> yeah, but now um shout out DJ uh Dow Jones, man. He he linked this up, man. He told me, he said, bro. It ain't nobody more official than Calio, man. This my real nigga. Like, you got to get him on the platform. He really run that section. Tell me, tell me, bro. I want, I want, I want you to go back through there and just give us a little bit of history, man. Because your name holds weight. Like I said, this whole rap game is about relationships, and clearly, you got your name is out there. Niggas speak highly of you. You know what I'm saying? How did you build that reputation up like that? Man, that just come from the street side. Like before I even started rapping, I had a name in the streets. You feel me? Like I come up under Dodo, Tough Guy, Big U. Like real official ones, you feel what I'm saying? So, like just studying, getting the game from them niggas and how them niggas moved and everything. And I tell to tell them niggas like rest in peace to both of the homies. Like I learned a lot of what to do by watching y'all niggas and not doing what you niggas do. You feel me? Right. Yeah. So it's like niggas taught me customer service in the streets and like customer service is everything with building relationships. And I was one of them niggas that built relationship from niggas I played football with and niggas I went to school with. So when I transitioned to the streets, then relationships followed me, you feel me? So it was easy to know what you need over here, and then you got that over there, you feel me? And just connect the dots. Yeah, that ain't so. So you was so you was playing football. What you what you play? Like what position was you? I in? played on right outside linebacker when I was. Oh, in you high was school. on Nick's ass. Nah, I, I ain't about to cap and say I was like that. <laughs> okay, you know okay. Yeah, I ain't about to cap and say I was a superstar. Right. You heard my thing? I played junior varsity, but I'm talking about park ball. Like yeah. in the project. Nigga don't want to be told you can't do something. You feel me? Like, you like, right. you sad in football. You don't want to be the sad nigga in football. So you're going to play football. You're going right. to play every sport just not to be the nigga that can't play nothing. Right. Because that's the worst thing you could tell a nigga in the project. You can't do it. Right. And that's how our relationship is. I tell this nigga anytime. Anytime you're talking I'm about something, you. you can't do it. Man, I'm gonna show you. Show me, bitch. You don't fuck that up. Yeah, nigga, haters <laughs> underrated, bro. Haters, I, I used to, I used to make beats, nigga. And, yeah. and you t- give a nigga beat and they'll trash that bitch. You go back in the lab and make some harder. Fair, That's just right, how right. I, that shit go. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't take hate to the heart. You feel me? I yeah. think a lot of niggas do that shit. Nah, man, you gotta, you gotta have 
take that criticism as like, you know what I'm saying? It's like somebody that give a fuck about you, but that, that's telling you on the outside. Like, Appreciate I don't look at nothing like it's perfect. I'm going to call him because he's going to tell me the, the, the truth. He's going to tell me some shit I don't want here, but I need to hear. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. I mean, I do everything. Like, I ain't got no, no soft shells. Like, this shit wrong? Yeah. Fucking scratch it. Yeah. Let's do it again. Now, I ain't going to lie. We done had a couple people from New Orleans, but I don't think we ever had nobody from the Calio. You know what I'm saying? Can you, can you, from your perspective, can you tell the people that don't understand the different size of New Orleans? You know what I'm saying? Because you hear about the Melfamine, you hear about Calio, you hear about... Can you tell yeah, us what the difference is? all them are part of the three. The, Mel, the Magnolia, the Melfamine, the Calio, that's a part of the third wall. You feel me? Like, if you describe the third wall itself, the Magnolia known for stunting. The Calio is like the toughest guy size in New Orleans. Like, that's the bullets. The Melfs some get money niggas, but they low-key get money niggas, you feel me? So that's Uptown. Like, Uptown, fly, flashy niggas. All the music that you heard coming out of New Orleans, you know, the stunt shit, that's all Uptown, you feel me? That's Third Wall. That's Uptown. We're going to see Carrington, all of that shit. Right. Luann from Carrington, which is Uptown. So if you hear all the greats, the niggas you listen to in your car, that's Uptown, you feel me? And no discredit to downtown, you know what I'm saying? Downtown, they got some sound. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> who, who from the downtown that we would know about? Probably know about Nutter Kid, right. 54 Platoon, uh, on the national side. You feel me? Like, yeah. Nutter Kid held it down for downtown. You got Phil Wall Weaver, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they got Bounce, you got the gangster side, but... Downtown, they had some shit down there. Because New Orleans, we listen to all our meals. So if I say right. L-O-G, low-key, niggas like that, that's what we listen to in New Orleans. Right. But I don't know how big that made it to the world. Right. right. Now, who was, who was going going in before Cash Money and um, uh, Baby and uh, uh, Master P? Who was like the hot niggas out it there? It was some niggas called Big Boy Records. Big Boy Records. Big Boy Records. Okay. So Big Boy Records and Cash Money was like rivals. Was that B-Lo? No, no, B-Lo. I think B-Lo from Baton Rouge. Okay. Yeah, B-Lo is from um, the Big Bodies, huh? Big Bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B-Lo from Baton Rouge, you feel me? But it was Big Boys, and it was um this Cat Mobile Joke on the West Bank with Ruler's Juvenile. Oh, yeah, we Okay. Now, what made you get into the music? Uh, You want the honest answer? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, I'm you... on the porch, and my partner, who I'm telling you, Dodo, and this nigga, you know what I'm saying? This nigga ain't the smartest nigga in the world, you hear me? But this is my nigga, you feel me? And we get a phone call, this nigga get priority records telling him, Mr. Marcelo record went gold. Gold? Hmm. Nigga, you sold 500,000 records? And it was time to go on the road, you feel what I'm saying? So I went on the road with them for spot dates and I'm saying how street niggas being treated like celebrities. Yeah. So when the homie got killed, you feel me? Like, I'm dibbling and dabbing as an angel investor in it, you feel me? So I'm putting up money behind niggas who rapping and shit. So it got to the point the niggas I'm putting up money behind rapping don't want rap as much. So right. I'm like, well, fuck that. Y'all gonna get on my songs. I'm gonna start rapping. I got the street credibility already. So it just follows suit. Like my first year, I went from here to here in that shit. You feel me? Man, um, is the music industry all that the things that you thought it was cracked up to be when you first got in? Nah, this shit WWF, <laughs> man. That nigga Cumberson said best. This shit is WWF. You see right. niggas who you thought was real like gangsters, they was rich and they broke. You feel me? Right. So this shit is a facade. You go to looking at niggas' diamonds and that shit ain't adding up. You feel me? <laughs> so, so 
What, yeah, that exhibit. <laughs> man, no. Hey, man. Oh no. So I, I, because like I say, man, y'all was part of, and we gonna we gonna get there. Y'all was part of some epic shit with Master P. You know what I'm saying? You from the Calio, you know, you look at it's funny when you start meeting people and then you start looking back at shit and you be like, damn, that nigga right there. And you right. don't realize how long a nigga be in the background. And then you he finally get a shot and then he start going up. Right. How long was y'all in the background of just things that was going on worldwide, whether it was Master P, Birdman, or whoever was doing their thing. How long were y'all in the background doing y'all thing in videos and stuff like that? I can't say like background for me, cause like right. fresh, like in high school, I'm that nigga. You right. feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm a part of everything they're saying. If you saying them niggas out the Cali, I'm one of them niggas out the Cali. If you say right. them niggas from Uptown, I'm one of them niggas from Uptown, you feel me? So you was right. basically the, the niggas that they was rapping about. Yeah, facts. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Yeah, I was young. I was young when they first came. My uncle used to be with them, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They used to always be together. So I saw it as a kid. That's how I saw it was possible to, you know what I'm saying, do music. And like partners I knew grew up in a project that was older than me. You know what I'm saying? I used to be under, like I started seeing them doing movie, Cali Yo Papa, when he got signed with No Limit. Just like, damn, this, this niggas, I, I grew up with. They doing music now, so it's possible to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's how I really got into it. Now, when y'all first came together, you know, in, at childhood, what were some things that y'all already knew about each other and did y'all instantly click? Childhood side, I was like, Ace was younger than me. So yeah. as I say, we played basketball, football. They got this thing in the project called Cooper Kids. So it's like a church group of people that put all the kids in the project together. And they just do like church stuff, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But it's like activity. Right, so right. it was in his coat way. So a lot of people had to go on that coat way to mingle with that. But on the second hand of we reintroducing, my partner Slim called me trying to buy a feature. You feel me? So he don't tell me who the feature for. He called, I pull up to the studio. So when I pull up to the studio, it's this nigga in the studio, right. you feel me? So I'm like, man, this nigga look real familiar. So the nigga tell me his name, I'm like, bitch. Man, how you acting like that? But you know, he's so humble. He thinking maybe because I my, my career didn't catapulted to him that I'm not humble. So you know how niggas is in New Orleans, they're very standoffish, you feel me? Mm. So it's like that what happened. That- yeah, it was like when I saw it, it was like I because I like I'm from out the project, I'm out the Cali, my mama moved us downtown. So I was back and forth. So when I come back, he shining, he like he got this shit under control. And I'm like, man, he looked familiar. But it's like you would just see somebody like, oh, they just look familiar. But I'm like, I keep saying, I'm like, man, no, I know him, know him. You know what I'm saying? And then we, when we clicked up, like, yeah, man, nah, I'm such and such. And it's like, it, it clicked from that. Then, you know what I'm saying? We was already doing our thing. I was acting. He was doing this business. It was like, we from the same hood and, and, and we doing something. And just like click like that. Now, um, Ace, I've been, you know, familiar with you for a long time just because, like, you've been in the music industry more so. Uh, VAR I was not as familiar with, but you've always been in the, the limelight. Like, how did you get to the positions you got to? Uh, you were signing No Limit as well, I believe. Yep. Like, uh, <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. I wasn't signing No Limit. Yeah, but I, and I had no. a partnership with him. We had okay. a 50-50 deal. Oh, right. But you wasn't mad shit with, uh, uh, with Master P. So you was yeah. never actually officially signed? No, so um, like I said, we from the same hood. So mm-hmm. P reached out, and when he reached out, you feel what I'm saying? Like, it's the big homie, you know what I'm saying? So I go holler at the big homie and everything. So um, same situation when the big homie reached out for me, asking about Ace. Yeah. So I hear Ace up, like, yo, 
I'm gonna put the play together. Woo 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 woo. Yeah. This the pros. This the cons of it. But right. is that you know normal for a nigga that he put y'all? We bought it, bought it. Like this well, one. That was one of the worst remix, right? The thing is, I was I, I made it. I made it. So that's why my verse so long. Yeah. Because I made it and I brought it to P. I said, oh, so man, you? I'm that was your song. Yeah. Oh, me and Black and Mild, we in the studio, and I said, man, I'm gonna remake about it. And yeah. I start rapping it, and I, I start writing, it, and then. I brought it. We did it. We did it in the studio. P got on it, and then he put uh put Vault and Calio Papa on it. Oh, that's fine. And that's how it really happened. And so who had idea for me to get on that song? That was you or P? P came. All right. Shout out to P. Shout out to All right. Shout out. I didn't know what he was doing with it. He <laughs> came back and put a master plan and did the, did it all over. So like as a kid, like I said, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing like this somebody out the project. They coming. All these hummers in the project. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's deep. So it's like, man, this somebody, and this somebody my my family grew up with. But so let me so like, cause you know we always talk about when a nigga get up there, he should you know reach back and try to grab his people. Right. And right. it seemed like Master P really tried to do that. It, I I don't really know too many people that put on right. as many niggas from his city was, as a Master P and a Birdman. You know what I'm saying? Right. It seemed like they had to. So is that so? Do y'all respect him for that? Or like, yeah, oh, for sure. For y'all sure. still fuck like, with he P. He's a nigga who did that. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like. Coming up, like you said, as being a street nigga, you watching niggas who was broke last week, richer than you now. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, rich, rich. These niggas got houses, they got cars, they got Rolexes, they got chains, and P made sure that was your starter kit. Right. So if you sign a No Limit, that's your starter kit. You ain't about to have no worries. You just got to go create music. Now, now, keep it real. At the time, y'all had two options, P or Cash Money as an artist. Who would you have rather been signed to at that time? As a businessman, I would have signed a No Limit. As a businessman. But right. as my ego, where I'm from, from Uptown, put me with the stunners. Right. <laughs> you heard me? <laughs> put me where the stunners at. You feel me? Now, was, that, like, was that a thing for real? Because I, I, like, from outside looking in, it always felt like they didn't fuck with each other. I don't know if that's true or not, but it, from outside looking in, that's how it felt. The street side fuck with each other. You feel right. what I'm saying? Like, the street side fuck with each other, but I don't know what Baby and P situation was. You feel what I'm saying? Because, like right. I said, my big dog was Dodo, and he fucked with both of them. You feel me? What was y'all favorite uh, No Limit graphic art? Who had the best CD cover to y'all? Damn, Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was the Mac Shell Shot. He had the hardest cover. To yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to the homie Mac, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out back. Damn, the last dime, I think. The last, oh shit! Oh, that was a hard album. The last dime. That bitch moved. That bitch moved. Yeah, that cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, it was the last. He fucked the game up with them album covers, man. Oh yeah, he had them bitches all over the source in the back. So, and you know, in Texas, man, we used to have a thing where they called it popping trunk, right? You nigga, pull up in a big in a nice head whip, pop trunk, and get to selling the shit at it like a. At the corner store or something like that. Yeah, that's right. was it like that out there in New Orleans? Yeah, that's how I started. Yeah, okay, how and shout out shit. to the homie um Short man, because Short is one of the reasons I also chose rap. You feel me? Because this after Katrina and after Katrina, I'm riding around. I got a Corvette, everything. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. every gas station I pull up, it's this niggas, it's niggas selling Short CD. Right. And them niggas in nice cars. You feel me? So them niggas got. Hmm. Uh, charges, Daytona charges, and everything. These niggas selling CDs. I'm like, bro, I brought one. Go to another guy, bro, I brought one. Look, I got it. So <laughs> you done brought so many, now you forced to listen to it. Right. And I'm like, you know, 
I could do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. You feel me? So I did it, and then I went and brought me a Lexus because I felt like Master P had a Lexus, Jay Z had a Lexus, so I wanted that same, just that mindset. So right. I'm popping out the back of the Lexus selling CDs. How right. many CDs do you, would you say if you estimated out that you sold out the trunk? Oh, real talk? Yeah. Over two hundred and fifty thousand. That's a fact. Because I didn't stay in New Orleans. I hit every country town it was. So you was lit. So you was making a good living off that shit. Yeah, it became a business for me. Cause I seen the business. I put see I got C Murder on my music. I got currency on my music. I got BG, Juvenile. Like I'm taking that to the country towns. You feel me? Like I'm in Alexandra, Shreveport, Vashery, Donisonville, Monroe. I'm all over this shit with this. Cause like I'm trapping with it out the trunk. Yeah. Was boys really on Jay Z like that in, in New Orleans? Yeah. Fucking well, right. Yeah, fucking right. That's Bible in New Orleans. Oh. Really? Hell yeah. Man, that shit crazy. New Orleans is yeah. connected to East Coast music. Right. Okay. Because you got to think they talk about selling bricks and, and getting money. Yeah. Right? So, you know, that's all New Orleans niggas want to do sell bricks, stun, and get money. And then, you know, a head bust. But right. then, <laughs> you feel nah, me? Nah, for real. Now, as you begin to see the profits of like building off the music, going to trunk to trunk, and then you swatch the gradual change of, with social media, uh, which one do you prefer? Which one was better for you? Which one is better for business, period? I like screaming. I like screaming because I could get it to the world now. Right. And when screaming first came out again, um, I was in a thing shooting pool. They used to have these little jukeboxes where you search for an artist when it first got the iTunes and I couldn't pull my name up so I felt played. You feel me? So I went and stood in Atlanta for like two weeks until I found me a distribution plug. So once I found distribution, it's like Xbox and PlayStation when you could download the music on the game. You right. feel me? So when I found that distribution plug, the first song I put out there was Men See Murder. And See Murder had nothing on iTunes. So Ooh, I made a bag off that. You feel what I'm saying? So I love screaming because you could get it to the world just by them keywords. Now, g right. give me one of the albums you put out there back in the day when you was popping trunk, right? Because obviously you're going to have fans at that point and the nigga might have missed out on one of the CDs you put out because they just couldn't find it. I remember like wanting to get like a DSR CD and I just couldn't figure out where to get it from type shit. Right. What's one of them EPs or albums you put out that now they can go on streaming and listen to that they probably missed when you was popping trunk? Yeah. I say superish. I really say superish. You feel me? Because yeah. that's the one that just that crossed me over into the game. You feel me? That's dope. That's dope. Man, so you, you're doing your thing. You said you got BG, C murder. That's two different camps. Fact. How was you able to pull that off? You know what I'm saying? You're in my fuck with Jizzle and I fuck with C. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like it's hometown, it's all uptown. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. So we go to the same clubs. You right. feel me? So and we go to the same clubs, we're at the same second lines, we got the same friends, you feel me? Right. Like, if you're doing what you're doing, it's going to buzz, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And you they see one of them calls floating, they're going to be like, well, who that call for? Yeah. You dig? Um, do, you, do you guys think that they would be as musically potent in today's uh, music, uh, BG and C Murder, if they was to be released? BG, yeah. C Murder, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I say so. Yeah, I say yeah. so, yeah. They waiting on to hear some, some new shit from them. Now, uh, what is one thing that you don't like about the new social media era? Like this new... Trolling. 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 
I hate trolls. I don't know why. You's the biggest troll. You can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I play with niggas I know. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I'll never pass comment on a nigga. Right. I could go to a restaurant and the food was hella nasty, right? right. I'm just not going to eat right. that no more. I'm not about to get on social media. Oh, man, that shit right. was nasty. Right. That ain't my business to right. stop somebody else's money. It ain't my business to talk about another man. You feel right. what I'm saying? So, I hate trollers. Nah, yeah, now the troll is crazy, but that's how I saw that I was on the right path, right? right. When motherfuckers start saying something. Saying this, oh, you this, or you that. I just like listen to it. Like, man, I see people paying attention. But when I first came out, music, they hated my ass. Oh, this this Asian little Wayne, he gonna be black. He gonna be. They don't know who I am. They don't know where I'm from. They don't know nothing about me. I just look different. So it's like, and I'm not about to be on that. That I gotta prove shit. Like, you'll go check me out and go see. So you'll hear some. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that. But that's how. So, like, I, I see they watching now. Well, did I, you? Hmm? Did you have to combat that at all, or did that did that not even you didn't even fuck with you at all? Like well, being nah, that I ain't you fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? Like I grew up like this. I come out of the Calio project. Like I'm the only motherfucker that looked like me. So it's first Chinese boy. Who did da da da? I'm fighting. Then I, you know, what I'm saying I got uses. Like I look different. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah, it ain't never bothered me. I just saw that point. It's like I right, bet they they paying attention. I'm gonna keep going. That's not gonna shy me away. You know what I'm saying? Now, the crazy part is, like like I said, I just I went back and listened to your catalog, and I'm like, man, this nigga can rap rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was really like, damn, I forgot. Because, you know, sometimes the music be bigger than, like, the face. Like, back then, we didn't know who niggas looked like. Right, right, so right. So then right. you remember, you're like, nigga, I know this nigga's songs. Does, right. that ever, does that ever happen to you where, like, somebody be like, damn, you look familiar, and then they'll, like, wait a minute. Oh, you, whoop, whoop. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I always get it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I've been acting... Like, I always look different, so New Orleans right. already knew me. Right. And then, you know what I'm saying, when I start acting, I start doing that in, what, 2008, 2009? Right. So that was my first time on television. Right. And that, that shit went crazy. So anywhere I was going, any state, any place, like, people knew me. So I was like, damn, like, so I just got kind of used to the shit. And then it's like, I start taking this, like, I right, people see me, I'm just going, like, back home. Like, anywhere I go, I go mingle with the people. Right. They'll see me on TV, like, man, well, that's such and such. And I just go chill with them, like, look, man, like, you can do whatever, you know what I'm saying? You just got to stick to it and work. Like, this shit wasn't pretty getting here. This shit still ain't pretty. It's, just, it's more work. It's more work, but it's like, I'm just giving you the confidence. Like, bro, like, you know me. Like, you didn't want to school me. We grew up in a, in a neighborhood together. We, some we know each other. And then right. you see me on television. So it's like, man, I know him. So that be feeling like, fuck, they made it too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, this shit possible. Yeah, yeah. So for those that don't know your resume as far as acting, man, you say 2008 was the first time. What yeah. was what was the project that you was on? Uh, I did HBO Tremit. Damn. I did Tremit. You went straight to first. HBO on your first <laughs> wild, <laughs> My first wild, man. Like, I what? did. I, I played as a character, Lil Calio. So it was crazy. Like, the name was there already. Like, I was signed to a record label. I was signed to uh, uh, Don B. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's he from New Orleans, Bartholomew Boy. So... His dad was uh, is uh, Dave Bartholomew, famous songwriter, wrote for Elvis Presley, Fat Domino. That song, My Dingaling, my that's him, right? <laughs> so he been out. So he was on the show, and uh, like a, a part came up playing a rapper. So me and like five label mates, we just went up there and auditioned. Never acted there in my life. You know what I'm saying? Never been to acting school. I still never been to acting school. Like, I take music. Music helped me. So that's what helped me transition into acting. Because right. I can remember lines. Because I can remember lyrics. Right. I know how to get into the emotion because 
the beat, the instrumental as a rapper, once you hear a beat, it's going to bring you to where so, you need to be at. Yeah, fact. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like I took that together. And I was like, I bet that's how I was able to get into it. I ain't knew what the fuck I was doing. And then I start meeting the actors and really being with them and like talking to them. Like, we talking, it's like, damn, this person really act like this. So, he just really being himself. He just being, like, some of them just being themselves on, on or off camera. That's them. And like, what helped me get into character, like, I didn't play a lot of different roles, but like my most challenging roles was a show that I'm doing called Sacrifice. It's on BT. Yeah, I seen it. snippet. So I'm playing a hacker. Oh shit! So man, I don't value not a user computer. <laughs> you know, like I don't know none of this shit. Like, and yeah. then like me being from the south, and it's like me being from New Orleans, they hear it, so they try to set me up with a dialect coach. So it's like you know what I'm saying. I try to catch myself and try to like clean my. You know what I'm saying? Clean everything up to, to practice for it. But it's like, you still hear the shit. But that was a challenging thing. So I'm like, I got to figure this shit out. So I'm, I'm pulling shit up. It's like, I'm going to figure, I'm going to be a different version of myself. So I'm like, how I'm, how I'm going to get into this character? I'm going to be in a suit. I got to get in a suit. So I'm going to court. I'm going to talk to business. I'm going to talk to somebody. And I'm going to turn into that version. You got hard bottles on a suit. You're going to walk different. Then when you have tennis shoes on and shit like that, you move different. So it's the same person. You just a different version of yourself. Yeah. And that's how it would help me with acting. That's fact. So run down the rest of the list for those that don't know. Uh, So, man, like, I started off on Tremé. You know what I'm saying? HBO Tremé, second season. I played LeCalio. I did a movie with Spike Lee uh, called Old Boy. That's uh, the first two? Yeah. Oh, boy. Who was your agent, nigga? Man, I ain't had nothing. I was just going. And people was calling me. So Spike Lee hit me up. Like, he hit my people up, like, asking for me when he saw me on to something else. And How does it feel to have Spike Lee? Nah, nah, man, that was dope. Like, for the rap party, bro, when it was over, like, I, I walks in and he just stopped his conversation to come talk to me. Like, bro, like, he like, you gonna, you gonna be something. Like, keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Like, you gonna, you gonna be something. And, and I took that and I was like, you know what I'm saying? Anytime I heard something from an OG or somebody that, you know what I'm saying, give me that inspiration, I keep that shit with me. And that, that shit motivated me. So it's like, when I see him again, I'm like, bro, like, I remember when we was here, you told me, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you remember me or not. But I always go in like, I remember, like, I pay everybody homage. Like, anybody gave me some type of inspiration, I give everybody they, they roses. Like, bro, like, you proud of me, but this, this, this a product of, of you. Of, you know what I'm saying? What I learned, you ain't got to tell tell it to me or sit me down like, let me teach you something. I just observe. I watch. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm quiet because I, I, I observe what's going on. Like, who I'm around, I go I go up energy. Yeah. But, All right, that's okay. You got HBO to Spike but Lee. But look, the Spike Lee. BET, you just said so something about BET. HBO uh, with Spike Lee. Uh, uh, I got, um, I did something with uh, Megan Good called uh, A Girl Named Grace. Yeah. Uh... Black Ink. Black Ink. Yeah, I did Black Ink when I came back. That's, a, that's after I got signed. When I got signed, well, you know, start dealing with Pete. Yeah. I went to LA, so I didn't do no acting. I just was doing music. Yeah. Then I came back. So when I came back, I did uh, Black Ink. I got on Black Ink. I opportunity to do that because I tattooed for a long time. Yeah. For, for years in New Orleans, everybody knew me for it. And, uh... <laughs> Man, I did all, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what What's else? the most cocky shit you told a bitch? Bitch, bitch, I'm a... <laughs> before, before that, man, you know... Oh, Blue Bayou. I know Blue Bayou. I got a, yeah, I got some shit. Blue Bayou, I got a... God damn, boy. Uh, damn. I, got, I was on the latest clause, the last season of clause. Yeah. Uh, 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 body Cam with Mary J. Blige. 
Uh, I got a Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon with Kate Hudson. Like I said, I'm on Sacrifice with a, with a, with a roster of like legends. You know what I'm saying? Legends that I'm on side of that I, that I learned from. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like they give me my props. So that make me like, all right, I'm in the right direction of it. But I've been blessed, man, to, to, to be in the industry. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're not studying it. Like I feel like coming from nothing, coming from the project, coming from the hood, coming from some, you have so many different personalities. You've been through so many different things that you could tap into. Like you already been through life. So like, and that's, you know what I'm saying? That's what helped me in acting. It's like, you've been through it. So I coach people. Like people like, fuck being a rapper, fuck being this, fuck, you can be other shit too. You know what I'm saying? You want to act? I tell them, man, I, I, I give you my agent number. You got to do the work. I'm telling you, you got to go get your head shot. Then do, you got to go do this. You, it, it's not like, man, this shit work. Like me being starring and stuff, like I got to study all day. I got to shut a portion of my life down to, to be into this. I get lines all day, right? All day, they changing the scripts. I got to learn all this shit, and I got to perform. You know what I'm saying? I got to perform, and, and it's like, it's a lot of work, but it's doable. You can do it. Like, as a kid, I had a problem with reading. Not all I do is fucking read. I told myself, it's like, you could come and uh, outgrow a lot of different things. Like, like, I come from this, but I inherit that. I inherit being from the hood. I inherit being from the project. I inherit this. I inherit that, but it's like, I got that side. Now... I could go get the other side and then I could bring it back. Like, look, you know what I'm saying? I teach my partners about everything, credit. Anything I'm, I learn, I'm going to teach my partners. Like, if they, you know what I'm saying? You willing to listen, I'm going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was always into listening. Like, I'd be quiet and i listen. Like, barbershop conversations, I call them. Like, you'll have everybody talking about, well, I hit this hoe, I hit this hoe, I did this, my spent on this. And then he got that one dude coming in there, get a haircut, he got the suit on, he's trying to tell you about credit. Then everybody just, like, they don't want to hear that shit. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to sit next to him and say, man, what you said? Look, I can get your number. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. I'll I, I do it tomorrow. Just tell me the steps I got to do. Because I'm hearing about it from certain people, different places. I'm being in, dealing with different girls. I'm dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Like, different elements. is like, they talking about this shit over there. They ain't just talking about going smoke some or going do some or going do this. They talking about some whole other shit. Facts. Now... You, like you said, you did the tattoos, you rapped, you, you do clothing, you know. Right. You, um, one time I was seeing you online, you motivational speaking. Right. <laughs> You're speaking life in the niggas. Why, do you, why, do you, why did you feel the need to wear so many hats? Uh, man, because, like, we don't have them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have them. Like, we don't got somebody, like, nobody ain't tell me this shit. Right. But I ain't being selfish. Like, nobody ain't tell me. I ain't going to tell nobody. Like, if I be around somebody and I'm like, damn, this person got potential or this person, you know what I'm saying, got something, I'm like, I'm going I'm to put you under my wing and like, look, bro, let me show you. Let me teach you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not just the bad shit. Because I knew I had people that watched me and they, they was influenced by me. So it's either I could teach you some fucked up shit or tell you about some war stories or tell you about this and get you going do that or put you on something else, like motivate you in a whole different way. Because I know you listening to me now. Right. Amen. Now I'm gonna ask, Var, what is a lesson that you learned from Ace? And Ace, what is a lesson that you learned from Var? The lesson I learned from this nigga, this nigga possibly could do anything. Yeah. Anything. I challenged this nigga, like, you can't do it. He do it. And he don't just do it. He it, like over exceed and like, damn, you feel me? So I think 
me was sitting on my talents, like I was done with this shit. I was done with the game. I ain't want to be around none of this shit no more. You feel me? Like this shit a facade to me. You feel me? Yeah. For sure. And this nigga got me back outside. You feel mm-hmm. me? And he like, he followed away. We gonna do this shit our way. We ain't gonna do it their way. We gonna do this shit our way. You feel me? Right. And learn from a man like like I, I always been a fan of me me being like knowing him and all that, I always been a fan of him because he always been a businessman. Like he always he gets shit done. So it's like, and it's like, all we got to do is do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He be on my ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Most of the time I be on people. I, you know what I'm saying? I inspire people, but like this nigga inspired me. Like in every way, you know what I'm saying? And then when we link back up, it's like we, we both elevated in so many different ways from not just being good in the streets. Like known and that's like, man, this man a businessman and all type of aspects and teach me shit like, like, look, look, go apply for this credit card. You got good credit, go look, go, go get this shit under your business. Look, let, let, let's do this. Look, I got an idea, he gonna take care of the business part. Look, I found this, bro. Like, so it's like the team work is like, I come up like, man, I, I, I'm brainstorming. And by you know, he ordered some shit. Well, look, what, what size we need or what, what we need, what we need. So it's like, it's help. Like, I ain't never had that part of it. I did everything myself. You know what I'm saying? Not that I just wanted to, but it's hard to trust people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and people like, cause people put you in bad situations, like y'all be doing shit together and like, yo, you ain't good on your side. So it fucked my side up. So I can't even do nothing. So it's not as wasted. So I always did shit by myself, but I trust him. And I know I, not, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I see what he can do. And that's not, now it's like, look, I'm gonna I'm make you believe me. He'll tell me, I'm like, look, man, I got this idea. I'm gonna do this. Man, you can't do that. I bet, I'm gonna show your ass, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna call you in like a couple of hours. I'm gonna call you wee hours of the night. Uh, motherfucker, I ain't go to sleep Waking yet. me up and shit. Bitch, I ain't go to sleep yet, but I learned how to do it. Look, I figured this shit out and it, it just worked. You know what I'm saying? But I just learned that you just, you just gotta do it. Like you just gotta do it. Like you can have all the ideas you fucking want. Execution. But if you don't Everything. execute, then you know what I'm saying? And then when you do it, then it's like, damn, this, I've been waiting this long time. And all I had to do was just actually just get the fuck up and do it. Yeah. So now that brings us to our next thing, man. Super is the movie, man. I mean, Calio, you, you, you go from artist and now you directed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Talk to us about, you know, you got your whole production company, Hood Star Films. Yeah, Hood Star Films. Hood Film. Star Films, man. And then we have a movie right here starring Ace. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Talk to, talk to me about that whole process. You know what I mean? Man, Because you wrote the whole movie, well, right? Yeah. So look. Again, I'm bored. I runs into the nigga used to shoot my videos. Humble nigga. He was there the day I turned myself in. He was there the day I came home from jail. You feel me? And I, you know, I mentor a lot of niggas that just give them good game. So I run into him in the airport. I'm like, what you doing? He's like, man, I'm just coming for work and all this movie set. I'm like, movie set? I like, bet you shoot movies? He like, yeah. He like, man, I really want to shoot a movie. I'm like, bet. I'm gonna show you how to shoot a movie then. You're we gonna go from step A to Z. And by the time we get to Z, you go do this shit for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm 